Welcome back to the Die Hard Minute. This is the podcast where all your favorite movies by minutes shows invade the tower that is Die Hard and do a minute at a time. Is a minute like a floor in this scenario? I don't know. Like a floor <laughs> of a tower? Like a week of a show? I don't know. Anyway, we're here from the Indiana Jones Minute, taking you through uh, our week of uh, Die Hard Minute. My name is Tom Taylor. My name is Pete Mummer. I'm the intern Jerry Porter. And today we are lucky enough to be joined by a man named Josh, who named his dog McLean. Hello, Welcome, fellas. Josh. Thank hey, you. Hey, Josh. Hi. Good to have you here. Well, I'm good to be here. You could be a dangerous stranger, but you named your dog McLean, so you are welcome here. Oh, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mic isn't loaded, though. I'm just war- I'm warning you. Tom took the, the batteries out. <laughs> <laughs> you think I gave you a loaded mic? <laughs> Um, We are here uh, in our bare feet discussing minute 93. Uh, And 93 begins with Clarence Beaks from Trading Places describing the hostage situation, (laughs) two guys from License to Kill, and it ends with Hans accepting a cigarette from McLean, the man, not the dog. (laughs) The dog does not smoke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. All right. So after a quick debriefing from Dwayne, right? Dwayne, who's named after a Welsh saint. Uh Right. Um, Agent Johnson says, quote, sounds like we have an A7 scenario. So I have uh, a question for Josh, who Mm -hmm. named his dog McLean. Do you know what the hell an A7 scenario is? An A7 scenario, the actual A7 part of it is irrelevant. These two characters, if you will, like if, if you ever talk to somebody who's a libertarian about this movie, they'll point to these two characters as uh, an allegory for government ineptness. These two guys are running the universal playbook, have the universal playbook and they're running it step by step, right? It's like they walk into the scene, it's like, oh, it's an A7 scenario. Okay, turn to page 32 and here's what we do. Uh, These guys, along with Dwayne Johnson, are completely inept and while this is one of my favorite movies, I can recognize the damage that it has done to America because the notion, <laughs> the notion of the good guy with the gun comes from John McClane. The fact that the right. police and the FBI can do nothing uh-huh. here to stop a hostage situation, but a guy with a 9mm Beretta can take down a, a building full of terrorists has completely <laughs> thrown this country askew. Yeah, I've, I learned from this movie that we shouldn't arm the police or the <laughs> definitely don't give a helicopter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's well, I like this A seven scenario thing. I was trying to figure this out because either uh, this Johnson number one is completely making up the scenario, or else he's making a comparison that's not really. He's just reaching for a comparison that's not there, or else there really is a scenario where they have thirty hostages on the thirtieth floor with seven or eight terrorists. And I love the idea that they're like, oh, you know what? If we had 20 hostages on the 15th floor with eight, with 12 terrorists, no, that's an A6. That's an A6. <laughs> right. That's a C4. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that, that got blown up all over the third floor. Oh, that, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, actually, you know what? I got a question about floors because everybody is very serious about the floors. And I know that uh, you're a fan of this movie. Just hit me real quick on the bullet points. What are the important floors? Well, thirty is the important floor because yeah. that's where the uh, where the party is. I think uh, thirty-two is where the vault is. I believe. Um, I you know the actual number of floors has never really mattered to me so much. It's like we've got the lobby, 
We've got the base, the uh, the parking garage. We've got the 30th floor. We've got the vault floor, which is the same floor as the conference room where Hans kills Takagi earlier in the movie. And we mm-hmm. have the roof. That's all that matters. There's really nothing else. The, you know, the, the sort of in-between floors where McLean hangs out, smokes some cigarettes, washes his blood off his feet. None of these things really matter. No, okay. All right. Well, like, what floor is this that... Yeah. Uh, is the, you know, after the FBI guys, we get McLean and uh, and Hans. He uh, just said it doesn't well, matter. Oh, I'm well, sorry. that's that's the, that's the that's the floor right below the roof. Can you please talk. tell your dog that I didn't actually ask that? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, well, he, he's embarrassed for you. I know. I'm sorry. Hey, Agent Agent Johnson has diamonds on his tie. That kind of oh, I, mean, I didn't notice that. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? That's smooth. Yeah, the other Agent Johnson, I think, just has like a a crimson or uh, red tie. Probably it's like a power tie, really. But Agent Johnson, uh, the one who who brings up the A7 scenario, he is diamonds. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of well, I mean, it's the hardest substance. And he's like kind of the hardest dude. Yeah. Yeah. And Dick, only a diamond can be only be cut by another diamond, so only a Johnson can be cut by another Johnson. No relation. <laughs> Two Johnsons. <laughs> exactly. See? Do you right? think these guys are friends with each other? Well, they're definitely not relations. So they're definitely yeah. not related, right? Yeah. We know that. Um, a big age difference. I mean, one of them, you know, in, in a future scene here, uh, which one are we calling one and two? The older Johnson or the? They call, I think they call it Big Johnson and Little Johnson in the credits. Um, is the guy? Oh, right. Who, right. Is yeah, Big Johnson uh, Diamond Johnson or? Okay, yeah. Well, you know, one of them was in Vietnam and the other one was in junior high. So they discussed <laughs> oh <my> that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that brings up a. a actually a great point here um josh who named his dog mclean why does agent johnson later say quote just like saigon i, I mean are, are we to believe that like fbi human resources hires crazy people who are still battling the vietnam war <laughs> yes <laughs> also, absolutely 100 percent <laughs> I mean, I, I always wonder that because they throw that in there and, and you're watching that scene and you're like, is this really necessary? I mean, that this is a full, complete movie without hearing that line at all. But, mm-hmm. but it, it also answers your previous question of are they friends? Because one of them is like, just like Saigon. And it was like, I was in junior high, dick. so you know they don't really i mean i mean we're looking at this you could you could sort of glean that they don't know too much about each other if if that's a conversation there that's true yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's a good point that's a good point and you know i was thinking about what's crazy is this movie's what 1988 so you're like you're you're talking what 16 years after the vietnam war is ended i mean that's all you guys remember i mean we're all in junior high i think it's fair to say that but we remember that like there's something about vietnam and the 80s movies like what is it oh yeah i mean the whole like rambo and surge yeah, well, yeah. Because those surge. guys were of age to have sort of these these heroes journeys you yeah know, that's that's going to be that age group in the 80s so that's yeah. that's just all it is you know, we're, we're seeing that now wrong. exactly right yeah huh, huh. it's just like a pay so agent johnson number one is just sort of getting i don't know what he's doing getting payback for Vietnam, even though he's against Hans, who's German. A little flashback. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh yes, we get. Uh... <laughs> I do like uh, Johnson 2's, uh just you know, sort of tossed offline. Like, yeah, well, when we, uh, you know, what, what's the word? Commandeer, commandeer, man. Now yeah. we'll, we'll try to let you know. 
yeah. Well, I like that because Robinson Dwayne is like his whole shtick is he's all about asserting authority in the chain of command. And I like that this guy just comes in and purposely does that right back to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually, an, it's another moment that libertarians will point to and say, you know, look, they don't, you know, the federal government guy, he doesn't care <laughs> about the local police. He only cares about getting his helicopter in there and, and you know, blowing up the terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it, it what's, what's interesting is, so is, Johnson number two is he just sort of the um, the interpreter between you know Johnson number one and whoever the local police are he kind of he's kind of the the he's literally the good cop bad cop yeah and he's the soft guy the cottonell cop if you will he's like well, I think, <laughs> you know. I think we see that a lot in movies with junior and senior agents though it's kind of the same thing in Point Break whenever uh, Keanu Reeves and, and Gary uh, Busey are in a scene together Keanu's the one talking to people and Gary Busey's the old hard ass. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, it works. It actually definitely works in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, why does so, you know, Powell then jumps in and he says, aren't you forgetting something? And Johnson, Big Johnson says, such as, and then Powell says, John, Mc, what about John McClain? He's the reason we have the information. And Dwayne does the zipping motion. With his mouth. <laughs> you almost expect him to like throw away the key. Yeah. But <laughs> why does he do that? Is he not want the FBI to know what they know? Or is he just ashamed that this guy's in there? Yeah, I think the idea of just like a rogue cop in the building that he's not in control of makes him look bad. And yeah, they, I mean, yeah. When, when they ask him, you know, one of yours, and he's like, oh, no way. Yeah. yeah, I mean he doesn't. He yeah. doesn't know no way. The guy could McLean could absolutely be LAPD yeah. at this point, as far as <laughs> right. Robinson knows. Well, I like he's proud. He's like our officers would never show that kind of initiative. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know it's we're all down here. Well, that yeah. kind of goes with this. I feel like it, that 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 goes with the whole theme we established early on. Early on, it's like the the West Coast. That's just frou-frou, you know, kind of puss-puss stuff over there on the West Coast. It's like our officers would never show that kind of uh, initiative. You know, that's the LAPD. Uh, now, a cop from New York, well, now. Yeah, he, those lunatics. Yeah, he can solve all of America's <laughs> problems right now. He's going to do it right now. Well, And we see this in the next minute on Hans's face when McLean tells him, I'm, from, I'm a cop from New York. No, it's absolutely yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. It's like he says he's from the moon or something. Yeah, yeah. New York. Yeah. Oh, goodness, <laughs> you don't say. But I mean, you know what's yeah. crazy is, could you imagine actually you're, you're Dwayne, and could you imagine not telling the FBI that there's a possible friendly in the tower? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're gonna find that out sooner or later, and they'd be like, "Didn't you know about this?" Yeah, yeah. even dumber now because you didn't McClane's know. About it. operating on an open radio channel. Like this is gonna come up. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which, which of course brings me to uh, a- another question. What is the deal between like eighties movies, the good guy, bad guy, authority guy, love triangle? Hmm. What, what other examples do you have here? I was hoping you'd have some. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm with you. Cause I can, no, I can think of one example, but I know there's a thousand of them. It's, it's and funny, there's, why would, why would Dwayne, hide this from the authorities that there's a guy in that, you know, it's just kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, we just need Wayne to be stupid. I think we need yeah. him, him to be like a yeah. blowhard dummy. Who's part of the problem. And meanwhile, our hero, the lone wolf, you know, guy yeah. on his own with no shoes. He's the only guy who knows what's going on. And he's the, he's the smart one. And he's the one we get behind. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Rambo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very much like Rambo. In fact, that yeah. you even have that it's over. trilogy in Rambo. You have, yeah. Uh, Rambo's commanding officer and you have uh, 
the co- the the sheriff of the town who was you know the the hard ass authority. So yeah, it's something Jerry that that has existed before. And it, it mm-hmm. it's like we have this whole government is really trying to screw you thing. Yeah. And what what's interesting is uh, Al Powell. We talked about this a little bit, but I guess he's important to the story because he's symbolically, you know, he's the boots on the ground who's actually sticking up for the boots in the tower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's somebody for John to talk to. Yeah. Like somebody who's going to listen to him. You know, he's, he's Igor or something. Igor. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. Oh, hey, John McClane only has two cigarettes left, and I feel like this is one of those, this scene is a classic man-to-man sizing up moment. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I bet that those are man-to-man brand cigarettes, (laughs) and they they only come two to a pack. (laughs) Bro dude cigarettes. Yes, exactly. And is Hans, does he... Take put the pack in his pocket. Is this just like the classic German trait of you don't want trash? Like you want to be hyper clean. Well, but then he puts his butt out on the floor, you know, like mm-hmm. in the next minute. That's think, true, right? Yeah, which is filthy. Filthy. I was wondering maybe there's actually another cigarette in there, and he's just he's he thieves every way he can. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I feel like why 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 do we have McLean smoke? Like, is this just is this just like super old school? Cow- it makes him look cool. Yeah, cowboy renegade. <laughs> yeah. That's why I want to start smoking, because the guy in the movies do it. But, but Hans is sheepish about... He is, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Hans is sheepish yeah. about his addiction. Well, <laughs> yeah. does Hans smoke? Because he also puts it out as soon as, as John McClane turns around. I would have... I wouldn't be surprised if I mean, he he's smokes. European. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's supposed to. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's European. He's supposed. Got... Well, I thought, or maybe maybe it's. A a, I mean, it's clearly like a man to man olive branch thing here. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. hey, we got something in common. Hey, look, I got two cigarettes, one for me, one for you. Like, I think if he he said, "Do you smoke?" and Hans said, uh, "No, I don't," John McClane would have shot him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this I, this this brings up a question that I think we should examine in the next two episodes: is how early did John McClane know that this was Hans? Like, did he know as soon as he saw him looking at the detonator wires, or does he not? Is he not sure? Will he find out next minute, or does he not actually know until the very last minute? Like, I'm curious if he's if he's unsure this whole time and he's just trying to test him, or if he knows for sure, or if he doesn't know at all yet. Do you want to know yeah. the answer, or do you? Oh. Or you want to come oh, back after you have one. No, let's hear the well, answer after. Let's do it after the break. Oh, you want to do it after the break? Yeah. Let's all write down our answers on a card. Yeah. And then (laughs) Josh, who named his dog uh, McLean, will tell us the actual answer, and one of us gets a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. It is fun. Why is he sheepish, though, about the cigarettes? It's really weird. Yeah. It's It's like McLean's like, did you ever kiss a dog on the mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this whole interchange, he's, he's trying to mask his reactions of surprise at the stuff John says by acting surprised at other stuff. Right. Right. Like, I think he's trying to, he's trying to mask who he really is by having these weird reactions. He does a horrible job in the next minute. Yeah. Yes. We'll get there. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I kind of, you know, I hate to say this, but I actually like this little, uh, 
Chase Bank branch manager that uh, you know Hans Hans draws here. Yeah, I like yeah. him. I, I especially he seems nice. Yeah, he seems nice. I mean, he smokes. He's a little. He's you know he's he's not a renegade cowboy, so he's right. not going to be like. Of course, I smoke. You no, know, he does. I mean, he does like. Yeah, he's like the nervous. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't know. Don't tell my mom, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I like I like that. Like I actually believe the guy that he's drawing. Yeah. Yeah. You well, want to be like Hans, why don't you just be like that? You could be a nice guy. Yeah. Don't blow up the building and steal yeah. stuff. That's mean. You could say that he's trying to be a Los Angeles stereotype, like, oh, I don't really smoke, but yeah, I smoke. Like I, I know I shouldn't. <laughs> I know I shouldn't. It's bad. It's bad for me. And I don't do things to. that are bad for me, but I'm out here in LA, so I'm gonna hide my smoking. Yeah. <laughs> That might be all I have for this one. Oh yeah, that's I'm plumb out. Yeah. Right. Okay. But the, the pieces are in place for yep. for next minute. By Anything golly, coming over the wire. We don't have. A, do we have a wire? Oh my god. No, do we, have we don't have a wire. Well, the wires no, are cut. Not, oh, yeah, the wires right. are cut. Cables right. are cut. Okay. Wires are cut. <laughs> <laughs> See if Powell has anything from Professor Christy Porter, I guess not. <laughs> um, well, all right. If that's the case, then uh, listen, please come back tomorrow. But before you do that, uh, please go find our regularly scheduled show, the Indiana Jones Minute, over at indianajonesminute.com. You can also find us on Facebook at the Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and all them other places. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for minute 94 of Die Hard here on the Die Hard Minute. Be sure to write down your answer. <laughs> oh yes. You at home. Play at home. Yeah. And write down yeah. your answer. Yeah. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5. <laughs>